0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake, specifically uh, episode 180. We are rapidly approaching our uh, our big bicentennial mm. event. Uh, but in the meantime, we have more JoJo's uh, Phantom Blood to get through. Uh, as always, I am one of your hosts, Dan Ryan, a man who once made the mistake of allying with Queen Mary Stuart and mm-hmm. suffered for it uh, and joined as always by his singing can ring down the
1: chandelier it's Jonathan Kwiatkowski and we'll get that reference in time the world is uh, giving us signs that a certain Sister 6 movie may be a forced pick I may stack yeah. the deck.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might, you might invoke yeah. uh, one of the ancient treaties yeah. to, to do that, which is fine because I need to see this this movie that you're talking and about. And then apparently,
1: so. Gabe hasn't known about this. He hasn't seen nor heard of this movie slash musical, and it's been out since '86
0: so yeah so uh, yeah
1: you guys need some help on your cultural uh bingo card over there well
0: i won't deny that but you know either way uh well as always do we have any anime life or video game news to discuss before we get started
1: honestly i took a long weekend for myself you know that's recorded in posterity i barely did anything i didn't think about much i stayed off the twitter i tried to sleep I did see um, a great movie Mm -hmm. that I thoroughly enjoyed. I think we'll watch it again as like a fun time because it's a people movie. And uh, the only anime adjacent thing I've uh, gotten introduced to is that Nier is getting an anime. Nier Automata. Yes. It looks pretty. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. That should Uh, be good. Yeah. The movie I saw in question. A24 is bodies, bodies, bodies. How was that? Fun. So fun. I loved it. It's an hour and a half. It breezes by. The dialogue is so funny and witty. It's about all these uh, pretentious upper-class girls and their boyfriends hanging out in the McMansion during a hurricane party. And chaos ensues. And you got that Maria, uh, I forget her last name, the Borat 2 girl in this too. And she's starring as well. Right, Yeah. right. She nominated for an Oscar apparently. But yeah, not for this, but for Borat. So, interesting. Well, no,
0: people were going crazy it about that. It was good, that, that yeah, Like, yeah, her, she was apparently yeah. fantastic.
1: Yeah, she was. I haven't seen and, it and yet. And she's but. great in this, along with the rest of the cast. We get Lee Pace, who, you know, we don't see in a lot mm-hmm. anymore. He picks and chooses, but he's a fun time. Just, you know, great
0: film, especially around the spooky season. Mm-hmm. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, with our, with our usual duality keeping the universe uh, balanced, what? I also saw uh, a bougie people crime thriller mm. uh the voyeurs i <laughs> that, haven't heard of this it, it came, is it a movie yeah it came out on on amazon prime uh, okay. like two years ago mm. i or no no not even one one year ago last year um and it stars uh justice smith mm. from uh, detective pikachu fame uh, and your girl Sydney Sweeney ah! from, uh, Euphoria, <laughs> I think?
1: Mm-hmm. Euphoria, um, what's the one? Not the best exotic Maragon hotel. The one with uh, Jennifer Coolidge that they go to the hotel on HBO. Oh, God. Why do I remember that? Oh. Just keep talking. Oh, well, uh, but the yeah, thing she just won an Emmy for. Oh yeah, my God.
0: So the uh, it it uh, it stars the two of them, and they are uh, becoming... White Lotus. Obsessed. White Lotus. White Lotus. Yeah. Lotus. They they uh, <laughs> they they go to. I understand she was in the midst of some uh, kerfuffle her, recently, her but family, I
1: family, you know in Pennsylvania or wherever she went are a bunch of Trump supporters <laughs> and yeah. they had Trump merchandise on
0: so that that had nothing to do with yeah. me watching this it was yeah. just on Amazon prime i'm like uh you know what i'll i'll take jonathan's th- i'll try to expose myself <laughs> to something else and it was a goofy movie mm. it was not quite on the level of of last night in soho uh-huh. like again it was when i watched last night in soho uh, I kind of went into this with a similar mindset, like, okay, I'm gonna put on, I'll put on a stupid, you yes. know, thriller movie, and mm-hmm. I'll see, I'll see what happens, yeah. I'll see what I get. Uh, and whereas Last Night in Soho was, like, the uh, the raw onion that overwhelmed my palate for <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, the voyeurs quite, didn't quite do that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, uh, you know, this couple, young couple, becomes obsessed with this couple who lives across the street from them mm-hmm. in their incredibly rich people Ontario apartments, mm. And intrigue ensues as they become more obsessed with the the neighbors across the street, and they become integrated into their lives. And there's a twist. uh it it get it gets really stupid. Wow! So that was that was one movie I mm. watched. <laughs> I don't even think I told anyone about it because no. it was just like I didn't like, want to speak I, aloud. I, I eh, you know. <laughs> But I tried. I tried mm-hmm. to step outside my uh, comfort zone. Comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But back into my comfort zone. Yes. I watched Jurassic World Dominion.
1: I don't think I can have the stomach for it. <laughs> no, pr- probably <laughs> but, not. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll bring along all of them one day on the pod. We'll have yeah. like a competing movie series again.
0: Uh, you know, much more of a of a positive reaction from me. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a goofy movie, but it is an enjoyable one. I, uh, this is the conclusion of the Jurassic World trilogy, so it's got the first one, Fallen Kingdom, and then, uh, and then Dominion, this one. I hated Fallen Kingdom so much, uh, that, that is probably one of my most hated movies from well, the Well, it was era. camp.
1: The dinosaur looks to the screen and gives, like, a finger point, to, like, whisper, don't tell them I'm away. Well, and there's more of that, <laughs> th- there's more of that
0: in this, and that's not even what I didn't mind, but, uh, if anyone... I mean, I think like the red letter media review summed it up pretty well, but mm-hmm. it, the the it it becomes like a different movie halfway through. Yeah. F- Fallen Kingdom is like you get like a little bit of an island adventure, and then they get bored with that movie, so then we get a new movie which is dinosaurs in a mansion with Russian arms dealers buying ankylosaurs to to use as tanks. Um, so then. <laughs> Did not like that movie. Mm. Uh, this was this was campier. It was more enjoyable, and it it had an actual plot, like an A to B. This is what we're doing. This is the thing. Mm. Had a lot of references and throwbacks. The the three main characters from the first Jurassic Park come back as mm-hmm. as old folks to to you know guide get some the closure. next generation. I guess. Um, but not done in the way you think. Like, not... It doesn't It doesn't quite obsess over that, like, the way Star Wars did or, or other recent movies have done. It, they just kind of, like, they have to get involved. There's not, like, a lot of prodding that they need to get involved. And, uh... You know, it was goofy. Could have been goofier. I was, uh... You know, one major element in the, in the third movie was, um... These genetically engineered locusts are eating, you know, crops all over the world. They're they're risking destroying the world's food supply. And uh, the old, the OG heroes are trying to, to solve the mystery of why this is happening. Mm. And if I had not known how the plot goes, the first place my brain went to was like a cell monster. Yeah. It was like, it's going to be a big, stupid genetically engineered dino locust with human intelligence <laughs> because we, we've crossed the stupid threshold yes, long ago. Yes, we've seen Dumber. You know, and I, and I I was texting this to my brother, I was telegraphing it, like, okay, if I had no knowledge of this, I would assume we're getting Big Bug. Mm-hmm. But there is no Big Bug. None, it, it, it just, none to be it's, found. Uh, it's another... Uh, I mean, they do pull a lot of weird, obscure dinos out of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, which got me thinking about our fossil mons <laughs> yeah. and everything. Um... But, uh, but yeah, it it was an enjoyable movie. Mm. I would say that even if the second one turns you off, that this one is kind of like a proper return to form just in time for it to end. So,
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can take that.
0: But that's, uh, that's it. No, that's not, no. Oh, oh, there's still more. Um, so, uh, I've been going back recently dabbling in cyberpunk. Uh, because uh, the recent Edge Runners update came out in accordance with that Edge that the excellent Edge Runners anime that's on Netflix, um, and I think that Cyberpunk has recently experienced its highest player count. Wow! Um, since release, all thanks to you, Dan. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Dynamo marketing of anime was not a mistake. Um, you know, was able to do that, but um. I don't know. It's just like... It's like a really good turnaround story. Hmm. It's like... it They've... They fucked up. And they are... They have managed to, with time, kind of work it back around. Hmm. And and get people reinvested in Which it. Which is, so. I,
1: I like that. Yeah, a nice underdog, overdo- top dog underdog story going on yeah, there. Yeah, they're definitely not underdogs. Yeah, they did yeah. this to themselves.
0: but Yeah, you know, they kind was... of shot
1: themselves in the foot. But uh, they, yeah. they recovered gracefully.
0: They're able yeah. to dance
1: on the stage again.
0: <laughs> and, and better yet, they didn't just ditch the game. They mm-hmm. didn't, because I remember that was something that people were discussing for a while. It like, oh, they're just going to, they're going to, like, bin this, and then move on to, like, Witcher 4 or something. But it, it I mean... As far as I've dabbled in the new update, like, it it functions the way that it was supposed to. Mm. In terms of, like, technical stuff and combat stuff, Uh, you you can go back and you can change your character's, like, physical appearance, as you would expect in a cyberpunk setting. You can go and do that for free whenever. You can use holographic projection to give your character whatever outfit you want wow with the stats being retained from the stuff you actually uh, have on so you you don't have okay. to do ugly shit anymore uh, all right um so that's good quality I love a of good life good
1: cosmetic detail mm-hmm. yeah, you can
0: buy apartments you can buy more cars and crap you can do like other things are streamlined there's more story content so it's mm. and then we're getting a DLC yeah. next year yeah. so uh yeah well, I'm pleased to say that that's Pulling itself back. Mm-hmm. Still doing the threes juggling over here with Xenoblade
1: and Splatoon 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan just walked in on me mid-final uh, world of uh, the single-player campaign, mm-hmm. which is good. It's There are some infuriating levels in this, too, which I love, because mm-hmm. that's part challenging, whatever, but there's some that I want to throw the controller at the wall during, which reminds me of the Octo Expansion DLC, as I said previously. Uh, Xenoblade 3, still great. I think I'm not even halfway through yet. I, I'm still... Trucking through chapter four. Uh, recently, we got to this cool area that's like ruins in a forest. Mm-hmm. And it's very vertical that I think you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. It just comes out of nowhere. And uh, our goobers are bonding over what happens after death. And they have a really cute moment. And then a weapon, a weapon of mass destruction goes off. And nearly, you know...
0: Yeah, a beam, a be- a, a
1: giant beam <laughs> that uh, Jenna Coleman, who... Is a, a person in this franchise? She does voice a character in this too. Okay, very nice. Yeah, yeah. so that's cool. That yeah. was always cool, and she was always there since the first one. Mm-hmm. And it's not—it's not technically the same character. It's just you know. Yeah, she just comes around. back to voice. Yeah, yeah, she's been around, so that—that's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's playing the queen. <laughs> okay, very good,
0: very yeah. good. Um, I think otherwise. Uh, the only other thing I focused on this week was I've been I've been binge-watching the remainder of My Hero Academia mm. so that I am caught up with that uh, in terms of whenever it resumes again. Mm-hmm. Um, still just as enjoyable as ever. Uh, mm. I, I I I love it. Um, I'm starting to get into the point where we're getting more, like, background lore and stuff, which is always nice. Uh, so, yeah, I think inevitably we're gonna bring more of that. I'll, I'll bring more of that to the podcast okay. when I figure out how to... Showcase it because there's a lot of like school activity stuff that well, occupies. I'm like, just
1: saying, if you bring My Hero Academia, I'm bringing in Princess Tutu. I'm bringing in course. my my big gun, my yeah. last one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> to I, go against it, <laughs> <laughs> I got to have to survive My Hero Academia somehow. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's this. This is this is far off planning because yeah, we. I'm, we I'm, I'm giving you the warning now. I yeah. got
0: it on the shelf because I got a few. I got a few other ones that I want to get to before. Uh, you know, uh, we we, we dive into anything like that. Mm -hmm. I have a few ones I need to finish before we do anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's true. Um, But yeah, and otherwise, as you said, that near anime was announced. I think, again, October should be the floodgates of anime releases. Mm -hmm. Chainsaw Man is coming out. Uh, Spy Family, more episodes of that. Um, I think next month or er, in early November Hunter Hunter is getting its, mm-hmm. its Isn't
1: Bleach coming back too? Bleach
0: is coming back. Oh yeah. my god. It, 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 it's we got a lot of stuff coming within mm-hmm. the next like 2 months or so. A veritable feast. We do. Yeah. Yep. So um yeah, I mean that's that's mainly you know, the main extent of the news that I have. Mhm, same here. Um yep. But uh, I'll get into a little tangent. Tangent? I'm going to do more uh, Pokemon. Housekeeping! Uh, Yeah, housekeeping. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Spitball and some ideas. Mm. As as I said to you, I I texted you, (laughs) sent you a wiki link. Thank God for my insomnia, by the way. For a dinosaur, yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah.
1: could really receive those Dan text messages as soon as he sends them.
0: Fate intervened to let me share that dinosaur. Well,
1: I mean, it's how I got the Fire Emblem Special Edition, even though it was up for hours. I was like, oh, I'm up at four o'clock. Why not pre-order? Yeah, see? No, or, it does pay off. The yeah. night
0: the night uh, pays off when you Yeah, <laughs> when yeah you it pays it. off, Dan. Yeah. In quotes. <laughs> um, so, uh, for our two fossil mons, uh, as inspired by Jurassic Park... Or last night, uh, <laughs> we have the uh, the Giganotosaurus, which is I
1: don't know what that is, a
0: large T. Rex like theropod mm. that is supposed to be. It's not the biggest. I think a T. Rex was probably like levels out to the to being bulkier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one was longer. Like uh, it, long it, boy. It won the goober charts by <laughs> having a tail that's slightly. So I was going to make uh that one as one of the fossils mm-hmm. and then since he's the big un, I'll make the other one a uh, a comp a compignathus or whatever I... one of those tiny little lizard ones okay. and I'll make it like a mischievous little All right that's uh, cool uh you know Poison type or yeah, something. Yeah, we have big versus small. Yes, I like that. A good splatfest. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> splatfest. Um, we'll get to that
1: maybe at the midpoints. The results will be determined. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, it could. It's either could... tomorrow or tonight or whatever. <laughs> it's still going. Um. But yeah, so I'll I'll work on those two. I uh, I was I, I took charge of the dinosaurs because uh, I love dinosaurs, but yep. um I also had another thought um. I think many moons ago, you loosely suggested just making a crab of some kind. (laughs) Um, Crab. And another prompt you gave me a long time ago for our uh, Nomi Malone character. Oh, okay. uh, Was a slot machine. Yep. So I was thinking we take all of those references and we put them into a kill a kill dotonori crab. All right. Reference yeah, that works. And make yeah. a slot machine gold crab. I love that. That's cool. So he'll be like, we can make like a little crab that's like money themed. <laughs> and, and then, then instead big... of getting
1: 777s, seven, seven, you get crab, crab, crab. <laughs> yeah, you get triple crab. And <laughs> crab, then... crab, crab.
0: Yeah, you get crabs. I don't know. But that's, you know, it... I figured that would be like how to do a slot machine. We have I'll to call a, him
1: Rangoon or something like that. Yeah,
0: well, it, it'll, it'll be a pun yeah. to that effect. Yeah, something goon. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be like electric steel, and that way Nomi Malone can oh, have that, it. And,
1: Dan, you do the Lord's work when I'm not working. I, <laughs> Thank God someone's keeping this podcast up. This in. is No, this
0: is like madness. Like, yeah. I, like the, these come to me instead of anything I should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> i just like, I, I'm like, hmm, yeah. I could... Who do oh, I what message? About a, yeah. What about a crab that <laughs> is a... Sli- yeah, so <laughs> it, it, like that's, that's how this has been... Mm. But again, it's good to keep the creative energy going somehow, Uh, you know, but I love doing it. Yeah,
1: and I did slight work on one of our tangents. You Uh, said you want to, it's very slight, so don't don't get your hopes up, dear. Um, We wanted to ride Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm still in between whether it's different kind of bunnies or different kinds of slugs. I thought both would be cool. It could be different animals yeah. for the
0: different areas of yeah. the region. Yeah. Like the people who live in the flatlands compared to the mountains, yeah. compared to the.
1: But it has like the same origin line, if that makes sense. If you wish, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, you know. Yeah. A bunny that is also. I'm not. It's hard to explain. I just want them to be loosely
0: related in some way, but different enough. Okay, if I may cast vote, mm-hmm. I cast vote for different slugs. Mm-hmm. Slug. Because we already have jackalope. Yeah, we already have jackalope and your moon rabbit. Yeah, okay. okay. So, so I would, I would say, and
1: I think there's humor there. It's like, oh, I'm ready to go fast, and it's a fucking slug.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that would be like your family in the game is getting ready to give you a slug, but then the jaguar shows up, <laughs> yeah. and you don't have to. You're not stuck with the slug, yeah. and that that'll be a, a joke. Mm-hmm. But it, it, yeah, but depending on each. Stretch of the region, it'll be like a water one, Mm -hmm. a rock climbing one, Uh, an electric one. Yeah, so all kinds of slugs that that serve different purposes. I I love that. Yeah, I think that would be. I think
1: you could ride them like a cowboy. They're gonna have saddles. I think you know. I think
0: I think snails and slugs. You can use their
1: slime as a lasso.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So okay, are we talking snails or slugs? Are we Don't slugs have slime? (laughs) Slugs have slime, yeah. So, are we talking slugs?
2: Are we could talking be snail
1: or slug?
0: That's I'm fine okay. with either.
1: Do okay. we have a snail? We have escar. We have escargoon. We have uh, margargo. Yeah, magcargo. I think is the only one. Oh, then maybe a snail. Do we have a
0: slug? Slug-ma. Slugma. And then Wow, that evolutionary line really uh, <laughs> came for our throats today. I don't think Gastrodon is Yeah, he's kinda but sluggish. That's like some obscure yeah, water bay, bear invertebrate mm-hmm. thing. It's not it's not even a Yeah. So I, I would so say I take your pick. Slugs and snails are fair game. And puppy dog tails. Uh, but that'll be I think that we can we can get a few I do, posts sort of out of idea. that, because yeah. it'll be all kinds. Maybe we could do, like, an east versus west, east is snail, west is slug, too. We can have a whole bevy <laughs> of, like, it'll literally be every biome. Like, yeah. it'll be, like, the people who are traveling the highways use this slug, mm-hmm. and then the people in the mountains use this one, the the water fishermen use this one, mm. and then, like, crossing a desert needs this one, it's yeah. something stupid mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it'll it'll be pretty great, yeah. I think. And then we'll have like the street toughs riding around yeah. on their own slugs, which I think <laughs> is a great
1: image in itself. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and then they can be slugs or snails, depending on what we need them to be mm-hmm. in that given area. But I'll yeah, I'll get to work. All right. Um, I think that was the only. I think that was the only thing. Mm. Uh, the only prompt the new one that I have to add to the uh, casual prompt list mm. uh, I think the only ones remaining that I've given to you are, are again the roadside oddities yes. give me some weird animals still
1: thinking and currently debating a reread of American gods to help me out so uh, of
0: course yeah. again these are no these are no pressure because yeah. we got a we gotta, we gotta got we gotta a of in the tank um uh, so unique roadside oddities unique uh, Forest mons to live near Bigfoot. Yes, and uh, the new one that I'm going to hand you today is just give me one inspired by Oron Host Club. All right, because uh, I figure we should reference as much anime as possible. And uh, oh, there's
1: some characters in common Dad. Yeah. What well, better way in two to do weeks' that? time, whenever we get back? We'll mm-hmm. explain at the
0: end. <laughs> yeah, well, we will. Uh, but yeah, that that'll be go for that. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll try to integrate that into future prompts when we watch stuff.
1: Forest and um. Oron. Okay,
0: it's written. Okay. So, uh, that being said, are we ready to get into today's content? I'm ready as I'll ever be. Okay.
1: Buongiorno! <laughs> <laughs> we're not at that character Oh, yet. never mind.
0: Um, So, uh, we're going to roll out the drawing board in uh, today's The Sendo edition. Oh. Uh, the drawing board has been training in the mountains of Tibet, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he seems, uh, you know, somewhat wizened. Mm-hmm. He has a beard. Uh, he's, he's you know, uh, he's gone bald. He's, he's uh, okay. you know his eyebrows are as long as his mustache mm, is mm. he he's just he seems very spiritual now wow. he has mm. communed with nature and if anything uh, he showed up today because he sensed that we needed him <laughs> not just because it's on his timesheet but yeah. because he needed to show up today are so, you
1: paying drawing board or
0: i'm not i assumed you oh, were no <laughs> well, i'm gonna have to deal with the union aren't i <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, but, but it seems as though he's, he's mastered a number of fighting techniques, and that's going to be a big thing with today's trivia section. Mm. Um, so, again, we are watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1, Phantom Blood, uh, and today we are finishing... Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Now Phantom that Blood, was a real one. gag. Let me
1: tell you, Dan was like, "We're finishing." I said, "How? What?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. What?" <laughs> uh, it is. It is only nine episodes long. Oh, uh, oh all right. The uh, part two battle tendency will be slightly longer. Coming. Oh, out so to we're be... seeing every episode.
1: Yeah, I thought it was just like the. I was confused by like the first season. I thought we were moving yeah. on to season two or something. Yeah
0: the 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 clarification. Season one is comprised of. Phantom Blood, and Battle Tendency. Um, These were released all in a row okay. as one continuous airing. Okay. Then it stopped, and then they resumed with Stardust Crusaders, mm. which is technically Season 2 from that point on. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So so what we'll be covering in this stretch of the podcast is simply Season 1. Cool. Um, inevitably getting the Stardust Crusaders yes. somewhere down the line, because yes. everyone yeah. loves that. Um... But brief recap. Uh, we had a, 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 a Jonathan Joestar, yes. uh, a, young rich, a yeah. young rich lad mm-hmm. living in the English countryside yes. who uh, has his somewhat idealistic life interrupted by the arrival of Dio Brando. Yep. Jonathan mm-hmm. a, uh, a young uh, blonde He's, He schemer. loves to kick dogs. He kicks dogs. Uh, put
1: on masks, go for a drink, daddy w- issues, the White Nass, yep. uh,
0: who is staying with the Joestar family because uh, <laughs> his father had... Deceived the Joe, you know, the elder Joe Star into thinking that he had saved his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did learn, however, that uh, Joe Star Senior, kind of, uh, or George Joe Star, I should say, uh, did kind of get that that uh, the elder Brando was pretty sketchy. Um, but he kind of just looked the other way because he wanted Dio to have a chance at a better life. He was kind of like, the the son shouldn't suffer for the sins of the father. Uh, But it quickly becomes apparent that Dio was more or less born evil, and he was probably set on this path no matter what happened. Uh, He is just that much of a dick. Um, So after having a, uh, you know... They come to blows as children, and then uh, Dio realizes that he must re-strategize because he cannot uh, make a stronger enemy out of Jonathan. Mm. So he, you know, they become loose friends for the remainder of their youth, uh, and by the time they get to college... uh, Dio thinks that he successfully pulled one over on Jonathan, Mm -hmm. but Jonathan still does not trust him. Yes. Uh, But more importantly, uh, Dio set to work on poisoning George Joestar uh, with the same poison that he used to kill his father um, in hopes of, uh, you know, securing the entire Joestar fortune for himself. Yep. Um, Jonathan
1: goes through a stumble through an alley... Yeah, he goes to he meets R.E.O. Speedwagon. or whatever his He name goes is. to he goes to Foggy yeah. London Town. Foggy he, London Town gets assaulted. Sees a, a a cat eating a dog.
0: Yeah, he uh, meets some um, you know Speed REO. Uh, Robert. Uh, I forget R E O Speed R E O Speedwagon, Speedwagon. <laughs> um, who is the leader of these street toughs uh, and quite a skilled inventor it seems. Do try to remember that. Uh, he and together they kind of unravel this little conspiracy that Dio has been planning. Um, but. You know, kind of with his back against a wall, Dio then resorts to uh, a little, a, a secondary scheme using a strange stone mask mm-hmm. that had come into the possession of the Joestar family. Uh, Jonathan had been researching this as part of his archaeology thesis, um, and he had already figured out that it responds to blood. Blood? It, you, if it, If a drop of blood hits it, spikes will protrude out of it and presumably kill whoever is wearing it. Uh, When Dio tests this out, we see that the mask actually creates vampires. (laughs) Um, Literally. Only Uh, an anime. They are are vampires, they are incredibly strong, they must sustain themselves with blood. And they are killed by sunlight. Killed by sunlight. Um, You know, so after having, you know, uh, a confrontation at the mansion in Mm -hmm. which all of Dio's crimes are revealed... (laughs) Dio resorts to uh, basically abandoning his humanity, saying, I've gone as far as I can as a human with a soul, Mm. puts the mask on himself, becomes a vampire, and uh, kills George Joestar. Uh, In the ensuing fight, the Joestar mansion burns down, uh, and Jonathan thinks that he has successfully defeated Dio, because who could survive that? Yeah. Uh, but Dio did survive. <laughs> That's, of course. As we immediately yeah. see, Dio did survive. Um, and he is kind of wandering the countryside trying to amass an army of darkness mm. to, you know, get his revenge and take over the world. Uh, aiding JoJo in his, his new little journey uh, is not only Speedwagon, um, but Baron Zeppoli. <laughs> Who is a mustachioed man, a rather cultured individual, mm-hmm. who is uh, is teaching jo- Jojo the How art of and, Ripple, Yeah, Ripple, <laughs> um, which is a power uh, which we will get more into in a moment mm. that embodies or or matches the exact energy wavelength of the sun, making it the perfect weapon to combat vampires, zombies, and other uh, dark emissaries. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know. Basically, in Zeppeli's opinion, JoJo is destined to defeat this, um, to defeat Dio, to defeat this uh, this evil brought on by the mask, and end this. Um, why Zeppeli can't do that himself or doesn't think he can, we'll get to in today's episodes. Mm. We will get into that. Um, so, in the last episode. Uh, Jojo had successfully managed to pull off an overdrive technique with his with his ripple for the first without time. Without spilling a drop of wine. Without, drilling, without spilling a single drop of wine, he punches a ripple wave through the wall and blows Jack the Ripper's head off. <laughs> <laughs> Only an anime. It makes sense in context. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now we, you know, again, this arc today will conclude Phantom Blood, <laughs> and then the next time we convene with Jojo, it will be Battle Tendency. But... Mm. You know, we couldn't afford to skip any episodes in this batch, because they're all they're all fairly important. Mm-hmm. They're all fairly important for not only understanding the story, but for understanding the power set being used here. And and really, this is what kicks off the generations long conflict between the Joe Stars and Dio. So we gotta we gotta see how it all begins. Yes. We gotta cause cause Dio is um is Dio, so we gotta we gotta see how this all starts. Dio is mio. Mm-hmm. Um, so for to make up the bulk of today's trivia section, uh, you know that I love a good magic system. Magic Stan. So uh, we're going to talk about Ripple slash Hamon, the main energy source utilized by our main characters. That kind of you know embodies like the in battle tropes that we would expect from an anime series like this. So far, we've had, like, Victorian horror, Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to today firmly get into, like, a battle Mm. Shonen-type setup. Um, So, ripple is produced via self-controlled respiration. The user can manifest energy in the form of ripples throughout the body. Uh, Ripple is identical to the sun's rays, making it the polar opposite of the Dirk energy used by vampires, zombies, and... The uh, the mysterious predecessors of those beings who hmm. we will we will we will get to down the line. Just remember that remember that that mask had to come from somewhere. <laughs> do re- do remember. I'll try. It was found in some ruins by Zeppeli's father, but maybe it didn't start there. Hmm. So let's keep that in mind. Uh, ripple is visible to ordinary people as a bright aura resembling electricity. So this is not like. Certain other anime, like you, you can't like regular people can't detect it. People it's not can, chi. yeah, yeah. Uh, people can detect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can see it. Uh, regular objects can be charged with ripple and used as weapons. <laughs> uh, you know, so if you put a bunch of uh, very big mom energy over there, it can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you put like ripple into, uh, I'm trying to think, a shoe, <laughs> and then you throw the shoe at somebody it would do the same damage as, like, a cannonball. Oh, being so uh,
1: uh, Eglantine Price from Bedknobs and Broomsticks, clearly a master of the ripple. Exactly. With, with <laughs> substitutiary locomotion. Exactly, no, yeah. No, all right, yeah. good, good to know.
0: Probably a complicated technique, It's all but connecting, still. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you can charge them with different things, use them as weapons, um, but different substances do react with ripple in different ways. Liquids, such as oil and water... <laughs> are excellent ripple conductors. You can basically just send a charge directly through them um, with, you know, barely even having to focus it. Um, But other inorganic things like metal, Mm. the charge will just go right through it, so you can't really fill a metal object with ripple Hmm. successfully. Um, So, uh, the user must maintain constant breath control. Uh, you have to have extreme amounts of discipline and good diaphragm use in order to pull this off. <laughs> hmm. uh, very similar to it's what... yeah demon slayer. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. almost almost exactly like that. Uh, and of course, running out of air, you know... <laughs> it's never a good thing. Dad. Running out of breath, <laughs> yeah. getting the wind knocked out of you, etc., will disrupt your ability to use Ripple, and an enemy can exploit this accordingly. And it's an anime, so an enemy will <laughs> exploit this accordingly. Mm. Um... So, uh, as we've also seen, Ripple can also be used to heal wounds, because it ultimately comes down to the energy flowing through the oxygen in your blood, so Ripple can be channeled to... to expedite that process. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, And accordingly, uh, someone who is a skilled Ripple user will often maintain a more youthful appearance and or remain fairly powerful in an anime sense as they get older. But this is not always... Guaranteed, it's not always the case, they're still mortal, but they'll, Mm. you know, they'll have like a certain zeal, a youthful appearance. Um, a ripple master, similar to the one that we'll meet today, may even gain a limited degree of clairvoyance, allowing them to sense threats from far away because of the ripples being produced in you know the natural energy flow Mm. from this source of danger. Uh, Sendo meaning the way of the hermit slash wizard, uh, is an ancient form of martial arts that revolves around ripple use. So the main characters are going to be utilizing techniques as, as part of this fighting style that is all revolving around ripple. So, like, the, the way that the Jedi integrate the Force into their fighting mm. style, it's the same thing. Uh, theoretically... Anyone can use Ripple, because all living beings give off this energy. Uh, However, Zeppeli explains that Ripple as a physical, you know, practical ability, as in the ability to charge it up as an aura and, like, transfer it and utilize it, only manifests in people who have experienced a great degree of trauma. Mm, So I have a feeling
1: we'll get in a few more of those today
0: probably um as well as some kind of ongoing pressure mm. um, spoiler alert speedwagon will not be one of them oh interesting S- speedwagon remains the he tech he was a carefree life of a bandit no no <laughs> he he remains a tech guy okay in 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 the in the simplest terms possible he remains like the inventor mm. of the group um but but it is there is like a recurring scene i think the anime has a brief moment where he is like Okay, can't you just punch me and give me Ripple, and then I can <laughs> help him? And it's like it's not that simple. Mm. Uh, you you know. had to have trauma. <laughs> well, it's it, it's kind of like I, I think the way that we will see it in these episodes. with Zeppeli is like, no, you have your your spirit has to be under like a sustained, like it can't just be me beating you up and mm. then that's enough to set it off. Um, but this is actually very similar to how Nen is described in Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, because in Hunter x Hunter, in theory, Nen kind of resonates from every living being. It's constantly, you know, expelled from living creatures mm-hmm. uh, as just, like, this loose energy flow. Um, but usually the only people who can use it in, like, a fighting sense or in, like, a, a physical application sense are people who have undergone some kind of psychological... Thing that awakens it in them, mm. or someone with Nen, like beats the shit out of them. Uh, that that uh, much later in Hunter x Hunter and the Chimera Ant arc, that becomes a thing is that if a uh, if a a Nen user goes to like kill somebody with Nen and that person somehow survives, they will have their Nen abilities unlocked mm. because it's uh it kind of starts something that the original user didn't anticipate. Yeah. But it's. I love love the complex magic. We got it's a hard magic system, so it works. Um, magic
1: the card game over here. I don't even know. <laughs> but I did
0: I did bring this up because apparently the manga contains more scenes explaining this. Uh, there's like multiple parts where like Zeppeli, or like Speedwagon suggests that that Zeppeli give him Ripple, and then we, like there's like a bunch of little comedic panels of. Them uh, of Speedwagon trying and mm-hmm. failing to, like, manifest a superpower and it doesn't work. Uh, but I think the anime cuts that down to... Or it cuts it completely. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, Ripple is the main source of power for the main heroes of Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency, uh, becoming more or less required to face the escalating, supernatural, bizarre threats mm-hmm. in these arcs. Uh by the time part 3 rolls around stands get mm. the spotlight. Um but uh, certain characters still practice ripple as a secondary ability. So it's like
1: Koken Ken. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it becomes like a the vast majority of characters won't use it but like the Joe stars will sometimes reference like having trained in it and they can use it to some of them can use it to reinforce their own stands. Mm. Like, they can add it on top of stand abilities, uh, but it really kind of loses... It kind of gets the Krillin place next to Goku as mm-hmm. they... Still important, but it it kind of falls to the wayside. Uh, coming up only... Because the main thing is is that we're, we're going to still have uh, creatures of darkness <laughs> and things like that, so certain characters will still call upon it to fight things like that. Um... So, yeah, it's always something they have in their back pocket, but Stans, again, will will, will take center stage. Mm. But for now, it's about that ripple. Um, Another recurring trope, I think one that I did not mention last week, is that JoJo's will frequently have villains of the week with... Very dramatic backstories that are related to real-world historical events or figures. To so Jack the Ripper. Um, like Jack the Ripper. Today's two goobers will be related to Mary Stewart, who uh, was, um... Yeah? She was, I think... Oh, I know.
1: I have a whole opera uh, opera called Mary Stuart.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... I'm well aware of But her. it's, uh... I, I can't... I'm trying to think of other specific examples but there are other examples where it's like oh this person was involved in this like f- like in a in a forest gump capacity they mm-hmm. were present for this historical mm-hmm. thing or they were related to the, to this thing that happened and it you know to varying degrees of drama and stupidness uh it it kind of comes into play but it's it's something that usually it's usually done to make them seem more imposing mm. and ancient and they've been through this and come out the other side, kind of thing. Um, I can't say much more without spoiling the events of these episodes. But remember that the Joe Star v Brando epic <laughs> is just getting started. <laughs> so, so maybe don't expect happiness. Okay. But expect some hope. Oh, mm. 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 yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I'm excited
1: nonetheless. Of course. Uh, I, I like this historical aspect that the monsters of the week are, you know. A chance for me to brush up on my history. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I, I'm just happy to see where this goes.
0: Of course, yep. and this is this is really uncharted territory yep. because yeah, this is the farthest you've gotten with this show. <laughs> yes, um, I don't know what's coming. Uh, you know, so this is we're getting into the point where JoJo's can kind of flex as as what it is. Hmm. Um, so I'm excited to share it. Yeah, uh, but if if, uh, if you'll agree, we'll we'll head to Wind Knight's lot. Uh, and uh, I think it's uh, time we face some Derek nights. Well, Dan, I've mastered a new style of ripple. Fudge. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. We just watched the five episodes comprising the second half of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Phantom Blood, which is, of course, the first story arc of the series, and thus the beginning of the wider tale. Any initial thoughts? I'm Mm -hmm.
1: confused. What are you confused about? (laughs) I don't know what's (laughs) going on, Dan. Now they're on a, a... a ship to Mexico and it blew up.
0: <laughs> well, they're on a ship to the Americas. Mm. Uh, I believe um, the Joe family will settle in New York
1: for mm-hmm. the time
0: being. Um, but, but that's
1: not their baby. Does she have another baby? Is she with child?
0: Um, let me double check <laughs> something because I no, I was confused about that too the first time I watched, and I forget the specifics of. Mm. Well, don't worry about it. Now, yeah, but it, it, it's it'll be a, um, a
1: future question to answer, I suppose. Yeah,
0: it does. It does get answered very quickly in the mm. next one. Um. So, uh, but before we get into that, we will get into uh, episode five, the, the Dark Knights. Uh. So, uh, upon arriving in Wind Knight's lot, which
1: is a Salem's Lot parody, it is, clearly, yeah, but, yes, uh,
0: it's a small town uh, that was known for being a training ground for knights in the ancient times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think they mentioned, like, an underground prison setup that they have. Uh, they're a simple little village. They get their money from fishing and farming. Um, but they've been beset by an unexpected evil. By vampires. Um, and then
1: we do get that scene with uh, Baron Zeppelin testing out speed wagon. Yeah. A- for his ripple,
0: yeah, he punches him in the neck and it, <laughs> it's like, with a well, pinky no, It doesn't work. It's like oops, I I must have hit the wrong spot. So it, it uh, I I would assume in the manga that was drawn out more that Zeppeli kept asking him to like help with that, but mm-hmm. it, again, it doesn't manifest the same way in all people. Uh, so while walking into the you know the village, uh, JoJo's group is pickpocketed by a uh, a very swift young man named Poco. Oh, go. Um, he uses a like a slingshot device to launch himself uh, across a nearby lake and then escape up a rock face. Um, you know, Baron Zeppeli actually uses his Haman to walk across the water very gracefully, very <laughs> elegantly. Uh, Jojo, who's still practicing, also manages to do it, but rougher. You know, he gets his shoes wet for
2: the
1: sake of fashion. Concentrate, Jonathan. <laughs>
0: Uh, they, they do manage to catch Poco uh, after, you know, Jonathan does a little, like, ripple effect through the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... Poco seems to have no memory of stealing anything from them, and this was uh, apparently a ruse. The, the boy was hypnotized temporarily to lure Joe Joestar and his friends... <laughs> into a graveyard! Into a graveyard, yeah. Um... So the you know the sun has fallen and they find themselves confronted by Dio who is standing. I think you described it as the uh, what, what the is smash, it?
1: Smash it's Smash Reveal trailer. Yeah, area. the big the big stupid yeah. rock canyon mm-hmm. uh,
0: graveyard area uh, where Dio is standing silhouetted against the moon. Um, so again, this was all part of his trap. <laughs> Zeppeli you know reiterates that uh, in the sunlight we would be good, but in this in well, this- that sun sets awful quick too. Well, yeah, it's are we, uh, up
1: one scene bright as day, and then the next second the sun is gone. Yeah,
0: it, it does set pretty fast, uh, but 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 for dramatic effect, things things happen here for dramatic effect. Uh, but but Zeppeli is like in this in this abode of the dead uh, with these creeps and shadows. Uh, he will, you know, he'll have the home field advantage. Mm. Um, So, uh, you know, Zeppeli attempts to fight Dio, uh, but Dio, who was warned about the, you know, the power of ripple by Wang Chen, uh, has developed a technique to counter it. He vaporizes the moisture inside of his own body to absorb heat, and then instantly freeze anything that comes in contact with yeah, him.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're pissed at Dio. They're like, how many people did you eat? He goes, well, how many loaves of bread have you eaten? <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh, yeah, how could I forget that? Uh, that, was a, that was another meme quote. Yeah. Uh, you know, how many people have you killed? I don't know. <laughs> how many McNuggies have you consumed <laughs> in your time? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dio can do this flash freezing technique, uh, which obviously robs the body of all heat, and thus Hamon cannot transfer from one thing into another Mm -hmm. um you know Dio is about to finish Zeppeli off but Jonathan joins in and deflects his hit Mm -hmm. uh but he and Zeppeli are both easily dispatched satisfied Dio then summons (laughs) two undead legendary dark knights Mm -hmm. uh Tarkas and Bruford uh (laughs) to finish the fight for him Uh, The tragic past of Tarkas and Bruford is explained. Uh, They were once loyal knights of Mary Stuart, (laughs) Queen of Scots. Uh, However, Elizabeth I then condemned Stuart as a traitor and waged war against Stuart's armies. Uh, this is not anime, this was real life. I don't, um, yet again,
1: I don't think this is how it really happened, though, Dad. Uh,
0: well, yeah, uh, uh, these these people were, yeah. not Tarkas and Bruford, yeah. not not those two. Yeah, but, I don't remember reading about them. Um, but Mary Stewart eventually lost and was imprisoned while Tarkas and Bruford <laughs> were still battling Elizabeth forces, uh, having basically been unbeaten and, you know tearing their way through the countryside. Uh, the two of them were then tricked into surrendering in exchange for Mary's life, but uh, before they were executed, they were shown <laughs> that Stewart had already been decapitated, um, and the two died, cursing Swear the word. Revenge. revenge. Uh, I believe it was big boy uh, Tarkus, his... No, not Tar Was Tarkus the big one or the... Let me see here. Oh. Uh- Okay, no. Uh, Bruford is the small one. Mm-hmm. So Bruford, when he was executed, his hair cut into the leg of the man <laughs> the who swung the axe, mm-hmm. and Bruford's neck would not, <laughs> got uh, so thick. <laughs> yeah, Tarkus's neck would not break. Uh, the the axeman broke numerous axes trying to do it. Mm. Uh, so obviously, their spirits have long outlasted their bodies, and their need for revenge is is palpable. Mm. Um, you know. Kind They have, like, a little... Bruford has a little exchange with Jonathan and senses that he's, like, a champion of his time. So he suggests or asks Dio, like, I'd like permission to fight him honorably yeah. one-on-one.
1: And while this is going on, uh, Speedwagon says, Use my body warmth <laughs> to warm up that arm of yours.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. and it's, <laughs> it's a very... It's a weirdly cut scene, but it, it, it's basically, like, I think Speedwagon, like, slices into his own yeah. stomach... And then has um, Zeppeli put his arm into it because he's like in the Arctic, when the when they they're about to get frostbite. They will You ever
1: slept inside a tauntaun, Dan? It's
0: it's exactly that. <laughs> like they'll open up a seal and put him in a uh, poor seal, but it, you know they'll it, it's the same principle. Uh, but it, it's all to warm Zeppeli's arm back up to get the blood flow back uh, because then Zeppeli can heal his own wounds and presumably Speedwagon's mm. open stomach. Mm. Um. So, uh, during their battle, Bruford showcases his uh, peculiar technique of, uh, you know, wielding both his sword and his hair. Uh, His hair kind of acts as tendrils and can cut through things. Um, After a few dodges, Jonathan is thrown into a lake where he is unable to breathe. Um, regardless of Br- Bruford's armor, he is able to easily maneuver in the water and is not burdened by the need to breathe. Uh, and this is like Dio is like, hm. he's lost, yeah. he's submerged. I'll just, you know, he's about to like, I'm gonna I'll leave them to it, but he doesn't. He sticks around.
1: Uh, Jonathan has a
0: flashback a la Dan and Bandit. He does, yeah. He's like, you, Bandit wants the sandwich, and if you try to take it from him, he'll be part of the fight. So you need to give him the sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> But I think I think as you were making the bandit joke, you didn't notice. But the dog had a gun. What? It wasn't it wasn't a piece of food or well, a shoe. No, it was, it was a toy gun. Yeah, it was a toy gun. It was I a. I was like a real
1: gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, said I didn't notice that. No.
0: But uh, so uh, Jojo, uh, you know, under that logic, decides to stop resisting and trying to swim up, and instead swims down. And a true Sonic the Hedgehog move uh, dislodges uh, a like, rock. A rock gets an air pocket from breath- bubble goes he breathes it in the counter is back to zero and he is able to use an underwater technique called underwater turquoise blue overdrive and yeah. strike uh, Bruford
1: and best quote for this episode once more goes to Dio he can't touch blue for underwater <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we got a lot of Dio uh... and then also uh,
1: Jonathan doesn't have gills Dan that's not how breathing works underwater. I don't know
0: I can't say you know he, he inhaled a inhaled a, a bubble, bubble. You'll, you're you going to see stupider things in this uh, series, I can assure you. Right. So, <laughs> uh Episode 6, Tomorrow's Courage. After having barely managed to avoid Jonathan's underwater overdrive... Well, he... he He's managed- a full hit. Yeah, he, yeah. he gla- glances off of Bruford's face. Um, you know, they're back on land, and he ensnares uh, Jojo with his hair once again. However, jo- Jojo manages to block uh, this attack and channels an overdrive... ...through a kick into Bruford's sword, which causes one of Bruford's arms <laughs> to, to just melt, and he's like, well, this is fine. Because uh, zombies cannot regenerate. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, from here, Jojo is able to escape and unleashes a sunlight yellow overdrive barrage against him. As Bruford's body starts to disintegrate, uh, he actually starts to regain his human soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the flowers kind of spring to life around him from Jojo's power. And Jonathan knows that he was
1: a good person, deep down.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and as such, um, you know, uh, Bruford is about to hit Jojo with a sword strike, but he stops at the last moment when he sees that Jojo would have just, you know, taken it bravely, Mm -hmm. uh, and he's like, you know, I, I, I can tell that you're an honorable person, um, I was once an honorable person, uh, and that's returning to me in my final moments, Mm -hmm. but obviously, uh, He's still dying, and he disintegrates as his armor falls to the ground. So yeah. Bruford is defeated, but as we see later, Jojo does count him amongst the casualties of, of what Dio has been doing here. Um, but he does, and he gives Jojo his sword. <laughs> yeah, his luck sword. And then he adds his own addendum. Pluck. Pluck. So. I would change
1: your sword to suck. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it, it, it's... a. Uh, it, I would assume it's just... Um, you know, you're you're plucky. You've thought mm-hmm. your way out of this, so it's it, it is what it is. Um, Tarkas steps forward, kind of callously crushing what's left over from Br- uh, B- <laughs> Bruford's armor uh, beneath his feet. Uh, but he he declares, "I'm just evil. I, yeah, I I'm just a dick." You know, Bruford was too smart for his own good. He was like strategic and honorable. Yeah. I just hit things until they're dead. That's what he says. And he's got a sword the size of two men of, of a man. Um, so Jonathan and Zeppeli managed to get uh, Speedwagon and Poco to safety using. Uh, they kind of use their ripple to seal or merge a bunch of dead leaves into a hang glider, uh, which they then magnetize themselves to using the ripple.
1: Yeah, this uh, all humans are magnetic.
0: I mean, I can't disprove it. So. <laughs> uh, all right, Dad. I yeah, what, what what am I to do? Um, but they're they're hang gliding through this uh, through this little crevice. Um, briefly, in the in the mm-hmm. two seconds they're gliding Zeppeli has a flashback to when he first uh, learned to control Ripple Because he was sailing on a ship at one point in his life And one of the healers on board, or the healer on board that ship Was able to cure wounds miraculously using Ripple um, So following from where that man had learned his technique uh, <laughs> Zeppeli had traveled to Tibet and he had learned Ripple from a man named Tom Ton Petty. Ton Petty. Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Mm. Uh, incidentally, um, once Zeppeli's training was kind of reaching its conclusion, Tom Petty <laughs> predicted that Zeppeli would die. Mm-hmm. And Zeppeli, kind of facing it boldly, asked, f- you know, for the specifics. Mm-hmm. And it was it was kind of uh, we see the specifics of that a little bit later. Um... You know, so as they're jumping, Tarkus leaps after them, uh, destroying the hang glider and forcing them to uh, land on a knight's training ground called the Twin Drag or the Two Headed Dragon Tower, mm. which was a brutal, you know, facility used to train knights mm-hmm. back in the day. Tarkas and Bruford both trained there. Um, Tarkus, meanwhile, who's just free falling, crashes into one of the outer walls. Yeah, so
1: that's gonna kill him, but it doesn't.
0: It doesn't. No, nope. uh, he's through the force of his anger alone. He takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Yeah, he he starts you know climbing up, um, but he notices that uh, there's a ghostly energy kind of emanating. <laughs> farts. <laughs> yeah, the fart cloud emanating from this castle, and he seems to get an idea. Uh, Jojo kind of uh, is pulled into the. The training inside the castle, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Tarkus has, like, dragged him in and puts a giant, like, chain neck brace around mm-hmm. him. Uh, a collar, Dan. A collar. Um, and Tarkus himself is also in one of these collars, and <laughs> they're joined by a chain <laughs> that sick goes Sick little into games.
1: Yu Gi Oh! did this too. <laughs> no, exactly. It, it is. <laughs> it's uh,
0: the gi Joey duel. If only they had card games, yeah. it would be identical, but it would it's like a training exercise where the knights are both bound by the neck to one another, and you gotta kill the other guy to get the key. Um, and according to Tarkas, he had killed, like, 48 <laughs> dudes doing this, so mm-hmm. he's... he knows what he's doing. Um... But obviously, Jojo has trouble breathing, uh, because of the collar, and Tarkas takes the... every opportunity to slam him into the ceiling and start strangling him. Um... You know... Outside, Zeppeli and Speedwagon are trying to get inside. Yeah.
1: Uh, wait, they say I can't get through iron. Bricks are fine. Then why not the bricks around the door, Dad?
0: I literally don't know. I <laughs> would assume ghost energy, but I I can't tell mm. you. Or or the walls were reinforced with iron. I don't mm. uh, I don't know. Mm. It could be a plot hole. but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, here's the backstory you want to hear about Young Poco. <laughs> yes, Young Poco. Uh, you know the village boy who's been with them, who's been
1: bullied, pissing himself all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he flashes back to one time when a bunch of bullies were uh, were beaten on him, and he uh his sister came out to save him, and she slaps him sense Yeah, you know, she slaps him because she's like, what what exactly are you are you scared of? <laughs> Um, You're still you know, at one pace! Yeah, like pain is just a temporary thing. Like the worst fate would be to live your life in fear <laughs> of everything. Yep. So uh, Speedwagon, or not Speedwagon, uh, Poco collects himself <laughs> and he, Poco. he climbs in through one of the, you know, the uh, windows to reach windows, the lever. The Dark Souls door lever yeah. that is on the other side. Uh, he opens the chamber door. And Zeppeli and Speedwagon are able to come to Jojo's aid. Mm. Um, however, uh, Zeppeli, you know, thinks on Tan Petty's prophecy again and is confident that he is going to meet his death here. Um, so we get the classic "arrow to be continued" at that part. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to Episode 7, The Sorrowful Successor. If you, if you didn't guess what was going to happen in this one... <laughs> I didn't, honestly. I didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, Zeppeli again flashes back to his time as a student. He's training uh, in the mountains with Tom Petty. Uh, they're kind of balanced above this, you know, precarious crevasse or whatever. And, you know, again, he asks Tom Petty to give him the specifics of how he's going to die. Mm. Tom Petty then foretells that his death would take place in an ancient chamber, a child would lead the way there, and Zeppeli would die, giving his arm to release a lion into the world. Well, Um,
1: it's happening.
0: uh, So obviously this description fits with, you know, this current location, and, uh, you know, and basically, uh, Zeppeli just fights with the intention of saving Jojo. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but Tarkus easily ensnares him. I think he says, like... Like, people have interfered in these before. Yeah. I'm just gonna kill everyone. I thought
1: that this guy would get out of this.
0: <laughs> no. No. But... <laughs> there is a but. But uh-huh. we'll, we'll get... Okay. Uh, be, not... No, he's dead. Uh-huh. He's definitely dead. Uh-huh. But uh, he... In one of these parts, he does mention that he has a child. Oh, okay. So, he has descendants who so we will Little
1: meet. baby Zeppeli? Zeppeli? Little baby Zeppeli is somewhere
0: <laughs> out there, yes. Um, so... Uh, The you know Zeppeli is is ensnared in the chain or the the excess chain that's between uh, Tarkus and and Jojo. Um, It kind of wraps around Zeppeli's midsection, and Tarkus (laughs) just pulls it and breaks Zeppeli in half. (laughs) Snaps him in half. Not only in half, his arms and his everything everything. else goes uh, four different ways. Uh, Zeppeli is is in half. We must emphasize he's been halved, or this tale will not be nearly as spectacular. Oh uh, Tan- he is uh, hanging on. Yeah, he, um, you know, JoJo they they think is also strangled, but he's still alive. Uh, so Zeppeli, again, just the top half of him pulls himself over to JoJo and transfers uh, the remainder of his ripple into JoJo. Um, You know, so Jojo's power surges, uh, he is able to heal his own energy, or heal his own body, Mm -hmm, and is then strong enough to Mm -hmm. break uh, the collar around Mm -hmm. his neck. Uh, Jojo easily overpowers Tarkas and defeats him, um, and then, you know, following the battle... Uh, Zeppeli, who is still alive, he's looking much older too. Yeah, that he's... youth
1: has gone out of him. Well, that
0: wasn't even because of the having. <laughs> that was because of the he transferred his yeah. energy. The the, the having thing hasn't caught up to mm. him yet. Mm. Um, but it's a thing that these ripple masters can do. If you if you apparently if you're good enough at martial arts, you can <laughs> kind of hang on there for a second. Yeah. Um, Give a few monologues and then. Uh, But, you know, but Zeppeli tells Jojo that he's accepted his fate and that he has passed his will on to him. And again, he mentions, you know, I sacrificed a great deal to get here. I had a wife and a child, but I abandoned them in pursuit of the mask. Mm -hmm. And you have to bring an end to this nightmare tonight. Like, you know what happens now. Uh, So Zeppeli dies. um, They give him a little funeral pyre Mm -hmm. and uh, Speedwagon takes his hat.
1: (laughs) And we learn what Dio's doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's ruling the the townsfolk, sucking blood, making beasts, yeah. <laughs> scary beasts.
0: Uh, yes, but not not quite. I think that's I think that's the cliffhanger for this. No,
1: episode. no, no. He's there. He's there.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. So the uh, the three goobers Jojo, Speedwagon, and Poco are making their way back to Win Knight's lot. Uh, they encounter a villager <laughs> named Mister Adams, um, who is at first friendly towards them, um, but. You know he his, his you know his bloodlust is instantly revealed. He's got a big tongue and a stone mask face, so he attacks them. Um, but JoJo easily defeats him by uh, stomping that Yoshi tongue and destroying him. <laughs> um, you know, so they're they're basically convinced. Okay, the entire village has probably been zombified at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, so Poco is concerned. Uh, they are soon they soon encounter another strange individual. A man with uh, really flat hair and some a shredded uh, little four piece cape on his back, Mm -hmm. Um, and this is uh, this man introduces. Well, he at first he jumps and takes a kick at JoJo, Mm -hmm. but JoJo notes that he's very slow. It's not just the slow motion; it's the it's the actual (laughs) act is slow. Uh, Some JoJo grabs his legs, but Dyer, uh, this individual, switches into a split and is about to hit him with a Ripple attack. Real one-trick pony, this Dyer. Uh, Well, apparently no one else had ever really resisted it. Well... But it happens twice. Yeah, it gets resisted (laughs) twice. (laughs) Um, so this man introduces himself as Dyer. He assures uh, the trio that he is a human. Uh, He is one of Zeppeli's friends, fellow students, and a fellow Ripple user. Uh, Strizo, uh, <laughs> who is, uh, another... He has, like, long black hair. He's... He's... Be- like, he looks like... He's beautiful. He, he's beautiful he looks... Man, yeah. He looks like, uh, the other guy from Toriko, but... He <laughs> fits that character trope. Um, and, uh, they, like, he is also there, and he's followed along by Master Tan Petty himself. <laughs> um, uh, along with his students, these three join JoJo on his journey because they could feel through the ripple that their friend was in danger mm-hmm. and they've come here to aid in ending this nightmare that the yeah. stone mask has unleashed
1: and what is that what is that
0: name? Uh, Dio is, is sitting on his luxurious, uh, 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 chase lounge. He's got this
1: dog with a human face.
0: Got a dog with a human face. This bird with a cat head. Dio does things just for, for art. Uh, he, he crafts them together. Um, but he has kidnapped Poco's sister. Oh no. And he's like, uh, you know, he's got a little rose and yeah. he's like, Mademoiselle, will you join me? I... And we, that episode ends there. Mm. <laughs> so, uh... Poco's sister is in danger.
1: Wow. I wish I cared.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Episode 8, Bloody Battle,
1: (laughs) Jojo Jojo and Dio.
0: Uh, The group makes a brief detour at Poco's house. Where Poco is coming in the house,
1: Where's my sister? Slap!
0: (laughs) Yeah, his dad slaps him. What's wrong with you? Uh, You're not acting yourself. Uh, But he's been told that Poco's sister, or Poco was told (laughs) that his sister has been, you know, has disappeared when she was out looking for him. My sister! Uh, but it, it's quickly obvious that she's already been taken by Dio mm-hmm. and is imprisoned uh, there. Uh I'm and, trying to and...
1: be Vampire Hunter D here. It's not working. No.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, Dio is tempting her <laughs> with the prospect of eternal life. Yeah. This rose is yeah, you. Yeah. As soon as it's plucked, its beauty fades. But you can have beauty forever. Yeah. Again, how could you not like... I think Dio is yeah. one of the... No, I like Dio, yeah. but... <laughs> Don't don't worry. After a certain point, the fact that he he retains his vampire problems, but he's not like we don't gotta we don't, there's no more he doesn't he's not in the habit of, okay. of, of doing vampire things okay. for a, he well, he does, but we're not doing this in like a Victorian horror mm-hmm. setting anymore. So it's just Dio's gonna be sucking and hypnotizing, <laughs> but he's not going to be yeah. you know, it, it's not gonna be the same environment. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh again, like the girl refuses and she slaps him, kind of mirroring what Irina did all those years ago. Uh Dio leaves and sicks the monster doobie on her. Oh,
1: fucking doobie, man. What's his story in his little hat?
0: Uh, he a doobie is like a big muscular figure with a a bag of snakes for a head. And I like his design. It's a good monster design. He's not here for long. Well, he's not. No, he's not there for long. But he's he's a big dude, and his skeletal head is is just made of snakes. Um, you know, and he uh, He, JoJo dives in to save her.
1: He throws an anvil
0: through his head. Oh yeah, he throws an anvil uh, through the the. And then says, "Monsters don't get introductions." Yeah, (laughs) which is true. Yeah. So it's, it's only proper. Uh, so then Jojo fights him. Uh, Doobie manages to, like, get two of his snakes to bite Jojo's There's face. a bag of snakes? But um, Jojo kind of demonstrates blood control by just expelling the venom from his wounds. Uh, and Ton Petty and Co. are watching, like, hmm, he's, yeah. he's learned quick. Uh, so they're, you know, impressed. Uh, and then Jojo easily defeats uh, the zombie with uh, an overdrive attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jojo climbs the stairs again another recurring motif that we will see frequently here uh, very frequently Um, and he reaches the final room where Dio awaits
1: (laughs) what piece of work is man? (laughs)
0: Jojo, uh, uh, you know, challenges Dio to one final match to avenge the death of all of his friends, uh, but Dyer pushes his way to the front of the line. Fine, Uh, Dyer, if you want to go
1: ahead. He's
0: like, I have claim to this because my friend was killed, you know, whatever, so Dyer decides to go first. Um, Dyer attempts a Thunder Cross split attack. Another slow motion move. But Dio freezes his legs and freezes his whole body in the process <laughs> and, and just shatters, shatters him.
1: him. And I'm like, oh well. Uh,
0: but you d- were right when I said you said anyone could die. Yeah. At any moment. Yeah. No. Seriously. Like they're they're given flashy introductions mm-hmm. and flashy character designs, and then gone. but but no one is safe. Yeah. Like literally, no one is safe. Um. So Dyer, uh, his head flies into a a you know a a pot of roses, uh, yeah. a rose bush. Yeah um and still holding still on living, to consciousness still smirking like <laughs> uh his head throws a ripple infused rose into <laughs> dio's his eye. Eye. My eye and because it was ripple infused this injury kind of stays with dio for the remainder of this fight like mm. it's much more difficult for him to regenerate that his eye at mm-hmm. that point um, Jojo steps in to fight him, while Speedwagon, Strizo, and Tom Petty stay back to fight the horde of zombies yeah, that Dio is going. summoning. And
1: then these zombies get introduced, I am gold, black. I am Dio! Like,
0: I yeah. am, I am hate, I am Banksy, yeah. I am, uh, I... And
2: then Martin. they're just
0: destroyed. I, yeah, they, they get, like, it, but I think that was intentionally Goober, yeah. like, they're just, like, they do a roll call, but they're no match at this point. Again, they don't get introductions. (laughs) Um, So, uh, you know, inspired by Dire's Sacrifice, Jojo infuses the sword that he had received from Bruford with his own ripple. Um, And, you know, that way... I think it was just so that Dio can't get close Mm -hmm. enough to him to, like, freeze him or anything like that. Um, So he's going to use the sword to kind of keep Dio at, like, an arm's length. Uh, as the battle begins, uh, Jojo then distracts Dio with some, uh, roses, um, and uses, uh, Dio's blind angle, as in the injured eye, uh, to cut off his arm, and then tries to start cutting him in half. Yes. Um, and Dio is halved vertically then, <laughs> um, but the fire has not, uh, the fight has not been won just yet. No. Uh, because Dio freezes the sword and Jonathan's hand before he can send, you know, the ripple in to finish the attack completely, and
1: then just pulls out his uh, artery.
0: Yeah,
2: he. And uh, it's... <laughs>
0: yeah, it's 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 horrifying. Fo- yeah. yeah, it looks like a noodle. He's fondling over there. Well, it's it's. It's not the, again, it's not the last time we're going to see Dio pull that shit, but there's a lot, again, there's body horror here. There's body, it's not, it's not for kids. Um, (laughs) Not for kids? But Dio, yeah, reaches into JoJo's neck and starts thumbing his, like, carotid arteries. Like, I got your little noodle artery here. If I slip, my hand slips, you're dead. And, um, but JoJo kind of buys for time, and he's like, no, but if you cut my carotid artery and then freeze me, you won't be able to drink my blood and then turn me into a vampire slash zombie. <laughs> but what he's doing while he's talking... is heating up his sword. ...is that in Dio's hubris, he didn't notice that the end of Jojo's sword had gone into the, uh, like, torch behind the brazier. him. brazier. Brazier behind <laughs> him. Um, and is heating up the blade faster than Dio can freeze it. Uh, so with that in mind, um, you know, Dio manages to break the sword... Um, but, uh, you know, and he freezes Di- uh, Jojo's fist before the ripple can reach him. As, you know, a last-ditch attempt, as Dio has, is seemingly about to win, mm-hmm. uh, Jojo... Well,
1: Dio calls him a monkey. Yeah, he's yeah. like, what
0: What stance does a monkey have against a lion? Yeah. And you, Jojo, are a monkey. You are an ooh, Dan. <laughs> but oohs can be mm-hmm. uh, resourceful, they mm-hmm. can. They can do a big punch. Want <laughs> to? <laughs> um... So, and this is also where Dio, like, puts his halves back back together together. and then slides. It's a cool little, yeah, eh, creepy little scene. Um, So, as a last-ditch effort, Jojo takes a (laughs) swing forward and lights his glove on fire, which buys him, like, a split second where the freezing effect does not take effect, and he finally manages to hit Dio's chest with Ripple. Uh, Dio is sent (laughs) careening (laughs) off the cliff. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) <laughs> um, as, you know, the ripple is spreading throughout his body, destroying him, and he releases a, uh, a jet of, this, I mean, this summary describes it as pressurized eye humor, so it's, it looks like a laser, but I guess yeah. it's, like, eye, voop. eye beams, yeah. Um, and almost kills Jojo, like, this, this beam attack cuts through, <laughs> it cuts down, like, all of his zombies, yeah. and then cuts through the roof of the it, castle. the cloud, yeah. Um... But, uh, you know, Dio nonetheless still keeps falling, the ripple is spreading, and, you know, uh, we see- that episode ends with Dio falling and- and burning. Yep. Um. I wonder if that's the last we see of Dio. But, uh, but Jojo collapses, and he is seemingly mourning his lost half-brother in such a way that he's actually crying. Mm. And, and, you know, Jojo has, quote-unquote, won the battle. Mm. Which brings us to episode nine the final ripple. Spoiler, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't win. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, as Dio falls from the tower, uh, the ripple is spreading through his body and it stands to consume all of him. Uh, but being the vampire that he is, Dio is able to decapitate himself mm-hmm. so that the ripple does not hit his brain. Yeah. Um, and, uh, his zombie servant, <laughs> Wang Chen, uh, you know, comes and finds his head in the brush and is like, we'll get you a new body, don't worry. And then he, runs off with him, mm-hmm. so he puts, he puts Dio's head in a sack and, and heads on his merry way. Uh, the narration then explains that uh, in the aftermath of the battle, uh, you know, lots of people from Wind Knight's Lot were declared missing, <laughs> and the only strange reports were that a, a group of outside men were seen, like, <laughs> burning clothing, uh, and then Speedwagon yeah. was seen smashing a stone mass. Yeah,
1: Speedwagon really said, I'll take it upon myself to do that, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, he had a hammer. Yeah. He was walking around with a hammer. He, he, so. <laughs> I didn't see him use it, but he had it. Yeah, he didn't. I think that... I think I remember seeing there was a note from the manga that he did fight... He tried to fight some zombies in the mm-hmm. manga with that. Like, that's why he had it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't It didn't go as planned. Hmm. Um, uh, so he, he smashes the mask himself and declares victory. Months later, we get another little time skip. Uh, Jojo marries Arena, and they head off on a honeymoon to America on a cruise across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, they are seen off by every person that they had met on their journey. Yeah, and
1: for some reason they're all there, I guess? Like, okay. Yeah. They don't have their own lives?
0: Well, it wasn't a huge cast. I mean, yeah, mean It, was just, it yeah. was just the main people and then Ton Petty, Strizo, and, and then... and sister. And then, uh... I think there's a, there's a new unnamed Sendo user mm. who's with them in that final scene, but I forget what his name is. Um... But they all see them off. But as you know, the the ship is being loaded up. Uh, there's a mysterious ornate coffin. It's the plot of Dracula. I know what's going on here. It's and then we see Father, my favorite character, Father Swells or whatever his name is. Like, y- yes,
1: I'm going on a missionary work or whatever.
0: Yeah, there we see like a, a priest yeah. joining the the boat. He's he's apparently being sent on a missions trip to Mexico, <laughs> and he's clearly some some little sketch about yeah. him. Uh, but. You know, the, the, the stuff does focus on him, but, uh, the main thing is that this ornate <laughs> casket is being loaded onto the ship, mm-hmm. and the dock worker insists that he hears, uh, like, some kind of noise coming from within this casket, which is sparkling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, or it starts sparkling once you, it's put in the ship. Um... So uh everyone says their final goodbye to the couple, and you know, they uh the, the Joe stars, the newly married Joe Stars depart. Um as Jojo and Arena are enjoying their cruise. You see these birds. <laughs> these lovebirds yeah, come the, up. The birds give their approval, the bird couple approves Jonathan of the Jonathan and Dan
1: birds are sitting there.
0: They approve of uh of And then the, the marriage. bird that
1: comes in and drinks a little bit too much, then that gets awkward right? it's like oh <laughs>
0: Um, you know, and they're they're enjoying a, de- a yeah. dinner, a nice beef bargain. Yeah. Well, Jonathan Zola, smacks his head.
1: <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I, wanted, I tried to warn you about smacking your head."
0: Oh. Yeah. Um. But, you know, but they're they're attempting. They have like a very brief <laughs> stretch of yeah. happiness. Um. They're enjoying dinner. Arena is like taking a sip of wine. Uh, her first sip of wine, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, y- you know. But then uh, Jonathan notices that uh, Wang Chen has <laughs> snuck aboard the ship. He drops the wine, has a heart attack, runs off, says, Go to your
1: room and lock it! Don't come out!
0: <laughs> you know, uh, in he follows uh, them to the hull of the ship, where Jojo meets with Dio's disembodied head. He's in a jar. Wang <laughs> yeah. Chen put him in a Future jar inside out. the yep. in the casket. Yep. Um, yeah, like Nixon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um... Dio pretty much acknowledges Jojo being like a worthy adversary. Mm. He says that, you know, from the minute that I met you and I was like the mask came mm-hmm. into play, our fates were inevitably I'm tied together. I'm still not
1: buying it. This is the 80th time he's done this. Uh, this fake respect.
0: Well, yeah, and he's going to he's going to keep mm-hmm. doing it. And but that's Dio. He's yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and then this scene: Arena's like, "Where did Jojo go?" I'm
1: nervous. Gets up, and then in a scene that just caught me by surprise, instant zombie behind her at like the table eating.
0: Yeah, it. it I'm like, a, what's going on? There's like a husband there with his wife and baby, yeah. and he turns into an, a zombie, like, Bleh, and then just starts attacking everyone. Uh, but but the zombification is spreading across the the crew very yeah. rapidly. Um, So, uh, you know, Arena arrives just on the scene just as uh, uh, Dio launches his eye laser attack and, uh, you know, punctures punctures two holes through Jojo's neck. Uh, This was intended to be a one-hit-kill fatal blow. Mm -hmm. It is a fatal blow, but because Jojo moved slightly, it'll be a slow death. Um, but the main thing is is that, uh, what I was, was saying previously, Dio is, you know, again, acknowledging the fact that their fates are intertwined, mm. and he is going to take Jojo's body to use as his own, because that's the only fitting vessel for him. It's a little more complicated than that. It, it, it's kind of, we will see eventually down the line that it's like, that body is probably the only thing that can sustain Dio. Mm. Um, like a regular human body with regular blood, that was not related to the mask or not related to the Joe Stars or Dio would not be able to to do that. So he does need uh, Jonathan's body. Um, so uh, you know, every, there's like chaos all over the mm. ship because it's becoming infested with zombies. Um, cuz Wang Chen spread the infection he's like I bit one person and now look at them they're all over mm-hmm. the place um, so they uh, they make one final move to go get to to, to finish off Jojo but uh, Wang Chen is overconfident and you know Jojo is able to explode his head <laughs> with a with his last ripple attack yeah. the final ripple um, and then directs Wang Chen's body to throw itself into the gears of the of the ship's <laughs> to engine. To immediately make it explode. To make it overload yeah, with steam. Yeah, one body and it's done. With, with the intent on, like, killing all of them. Uh, now, do keep in mind that as part of the body-stealing plan, Dio had telegraphed that, then I'll get into my indestructible... yeah, e- explosion-proof yeah. coffin. Explosion-proof yeah. coffin and then escape, mm-hmm. uh, which, which Arena was there for. Um... And he also, he gloats to Arena a well, lot. He's to floating. He's
1: like, His head's just floating. He's like, Oh, did I interrupt the yeah. honeymoon? <laughs> like,
0: your fairy tale is at an end. For, but yeah, so what, what Dio does. Um, so, like, Arena goes to comfort JoJo as he's dying. Uh, you know, originally she intends to just stay there with him as mm-hmm. the ship burns down or the ship explodes. But Jojo points over to the mother who had been fleeing previously. Yeah, ch-
1: who has been chucked through a wall and down these stairs.
0: Yeah. Um, but the but her baby lives. And he's yeah. like, my mother sacrificed herself so that I could live. Um, you should, you know, it, it's come full circle. You need to honor that mother's sacrifice and make sure that that baby lives. Um, so Dio makes a, uh, a last-ditch attempt to take Jojo's body, but Jojo <laughs> stops him. Um, you know, and kind of just passes hugs. away with yeah. Dio's well, he hugs head.
1: Dio's head in a moment <laughs> that I was like, "Oh, is Dio gonna feel like human?" No.
0: no he's like, "Stop
1: it! Yeah, stop I hugging can,
0: me. I can make you immortal. Yeah. Like I can you can be with your wife, but obviously, obviously, Dio would not honor that." Hmm. Um. Arena and the baby hide in Dio's bomb-proof coffin as the ship explodes.
1: Well, apparently this coffin's also made of material that can float. (laughs) Yes.
0: Sink. Well, well, yeah, but Dio would want that. Yeah. Well,
1: you'd think with all those jewels, it would be weighed down.
0: It's magic. I don't. Don't worry about it. It's an anime, I guess. Uh, The narration explains that Arena is eventually rescued near the Canary Islands um and vows to pass on the truth of what happened that night mm-hmm. uh you know starting with the child oh, okay. she conceived with jojo okay. right before his so untimely there are two death babies. yeah the the baby uh the other baby will i believe go to someone else uh, so but but it's not out of the, oh, that okay. that we that will get followed up on all right good um so uh said so they're going to pull another
1: uh, crimes of Grindelwald over here or what <laughs>
0: With another ship baby scenario, <laughs> I'm not. I I, Uh-oh. I need to double ch- no. I need to double check because <laughs> I need to actually see. I need to think back on what occurs with that. <laughs> um, it's been a bit, but but I don't. It's not the last we see of of whoever that baby is. Um, so uh, yeah. So so the Joe the, jo- the Joe Star name will live on. Um, and and Arena kind of says that what. The, the Joe Star fight was a big part of history that no one knows about, but mm-hmm. she's going to make sure that it lives on in some capacity. Um, we then cut ahead <laughs> to an unknown period of time in the future. Uh, the scene changes to ancient ruins in the jungles of Mexico. Uh, the camera moves through this long chamber, and we come into this, this open space where a, a humanoid figure encased in stone Almost like a pillar. A man in a pillar is shown lightly breathing. Uh, What could that be? I don't know, Dan!
1: (laughs) I assume that since there's ten more seasons of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a JoJo has to live on somehow. Well, yeah, there's going to be more JoJo's, yes.
0: (laughs) And this is going to... And Dio is—you yeah, probably know—is going to be
1: around, but I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's not this. This uh, I'm actually really excited <laughs> because I love Battle Tendency. Mm. Battle Tendency is—is is, it's like an Indiana Jones movie oh, okay. with battle shown and stuff thrown mm, yeah. in, and I think that you will thoroughly enjoy it. Mm. But. It is it is more so a continuation of what's going on with the Stone Mask, mm-hmm. more so than a continuation of the Dio stuff. Okay. Dio will be sidelined for a little bit, mm-hmm. but he's he's cooking up something. Yeah, gotta get a new Rest assured, he's he's out there cooking up something. But the primary focus will first be on the Stone Mask, a new threat, mm. a new threat, a new threat. <laughs> Uh, which I think will take us into this period of time uh, before uh, World War One and Two. Going to see a little bit of the Roaring Twenties, oh, wow. I think, uh, or around that time. Mm-mm. But uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. We're going to get a little bit of New York high society oh, next boy. time. Um, but any any thoughts? I what I just d- I don't know what's going to happen, Dan. Good, <laughs> there's good. a lot of things. We're jumping around. <laughs> It's good. Yeah, there's a lot to it. You, you you will not expect what happens in this second part. Mm. It is. It will keep you guessing. I think for for the most part. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, due to our our somewhat busy lives, it will be a good stretch of time until we start battle tendency. Mm-hmm. It might be a couple weeks from now. Five weeks from now. Five weeks. Yep. Um, because we do have to take a little brief yeah. hiatus. We're
1: switching planes to D.C.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> two weeks and then we'll be back with another episode. Mm-hmm. Um... And that is your playing field. But before we get yeah, into that, do, you, well, yes. uh, do we? Is there anywhere where our audience can reach us?
1: Uh, you can find us at Anime Was Not a Mistake on most podcasting platforms, and check out our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast thing on Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram as well. You can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram and Drink and Read JK on the TikTok and Twitter. Or Losing My Mind JK on TikTok. I always confuse them. And if you like me, and you like the sound of my voice, and you like me recapping movies while a little drizzy drunk, check out Nightcaps at the Theater. Or if you like classic literature, check out
0: Drink and Read, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And you, Dan? Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis. And obviously, we do appreciate any listens, follows, Mm -hmm. downloads, and Mm -hmm. any... Uh, clicks that those pages Jonathan mentioned get. Yes. Uh, very grateful. Yes, so. I love a good click. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Smash it. Yep.
1: So it's going to be a couple weeks till we return to Oran High School Host Club. Then we've got a few Sinister Sixes on the docket before we get into Battle Tendency. Mm-hmm. But it'll be fun nonetheless. Of we course. will see you in two weeks, and then we'll return to the antics of Haruhi uh, Suzumiya, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the Oran High School Host Club boys. We're gonna get some more zany characters. Um, I don't think we get too heavy. I think there might be one thing that's like, oh. Yeah, it's still pretty lighthearted until the end of this series. It's nothing comparable to the the twists and turns that JoJo takes. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we'll be happy to see you then and there,
0: and whenever. Yeah, do try to keep track of how many loaves of bread you have in the meantime. I can't count that high. (laughs) All those carbs.
1: (laughs) Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod. We promise to go happy's on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued. As the chill anime beats play, Sayonara.